You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. You have parents that are coming here looking for their children, telling us that um, some of these uh, workers did not voluntarily go underground. I spoke to one of the parents who said her son is a paramedic. He was supposed to come in on Monday for his shift. Uh, when he parked his car, security came to him and said, um, there's a situation, we need you to go underground. One of the paramedics has been injured. So this young man went underground and has not come up since. The last time his mother spoke to him was the day he went to work, which was yesterday morning. On the other side, we're hearing union members uh, of AMPU saying that, no, this is a voluntary strike because they're saying that this process has been planned out since February when uh, management or the company was not coming to the party and they realized that this would be a last uh, resort in trying to get their attention. So really, it's just a tale of different stories coming out and um, we're, not too really, we're not really sure. We don't want to uh, lie to the public and say that this is the actual fact. So from where I'm standing, you um, can see various uh, members and supporters standing by the fences and just supplying uh, food to the members that are inside that couldn't come out, throwing them over the fence and um, telling them words of encouragement and uh, uh, encouraging them to, to hold on and to stay strong. And just uh, various members also here as well, uh, chanting and singing and hoping that a speedy resolution comes about. Pupelalo, just briefly again, uh, you know, could you kindly explain to us the core issue behind this dispute that's led to the situation as it's playing out? From my understanding, Sakina, is that um, this mine has got 1,800 employees and uh, 1,700 of them apparently want to uh, move from one trade union to the other, which is AMCO. And uh, AMCO saying that they are not being recognized. And a lot of workers, which I can see with my own eyes, are wearing uh, AMCO T-shirts. Um, some of them, I asked if I could speak to them, but they fear for their safety. Some of them have said to me that uh, they got messages saying that they are being under surveillance. Should you speak to the media, you will be fired. So they are crying about the working conditions that they experience here, and they want leadership. Some of them were even saying that the payslips that they get on, on paper and the payslips that are submitted either to SARS or the government are too different. And they are complaining about the tax that they are being charged, saying that some of them are earning less than 10000 Why are they paying so much tax? And when they go in fire, they are not given uh, straight information. So this is one of the reasons why they want to change in representation. Some of them are saying that um, their medical aid, medical scheme that they pay for only covers one person. Some of them are family members that have got children. How does a medical aid then cover one person? And it's a, manda- it's a mandatory deduction. Um, they don't have a say. It's being pulled. Another issue as well is that the contributions that are being deducted from their, uh, their salary, saying that should any uh, member die, a member or a minor die on, on site, these monies will be contributed towards their funeral but yet they are being deducted a funeral scheme. So a lot is going on here, Sakina, and I can see uh, they are coming here to show support and they're saying that this company is ill-treating the people uh, that work here, especially people of colour. Who are the owners of the mine, Mpumelelo? Uh, I, I don't want to lie. I, do not, I don't have an idea. Because yesterday we tried to call a, a man called John 
the alleged uh, vice president of operations. Uh, he's not taking our calls uh, to try and engage with him. When we spoke to the police at the gate to try and gain entrance on the other side of the entrance, to say, can we please speak to management and get their side of the story? Because we've been reporting on one side or a different scale. They're not allowing us to come in, saying that management does not want to talk to media. And uh, if they're not speaking to media, are they at least speaking to the workers? Because by the sounds of it, it seems as though management uh, is refusing to recognize AMCO. And um, I heard uh, someone speaking earlier on in the week saying that they are now the majority union at this mine, and yet management refuses to acknowledge that. Yes, that's also what I'm hearing is that like, like I said before, they have 1,700 uh, members in terms of numbers. So they, that automatically makes them the majority. But unfortunately, there's a, a document that needs to be signed acknowledging AMCO as, um, as a majority uh, trade union. Uh, and management is refusing to. So a lot of uh, employees are saying that the NUM is speaking with management and they're covering their tracks because they're also benefiting from uh, them not including AMCO, because they're saying that as employees, how do you choose for us which uh, union we represent or to represent us? Why do we not have a choice on our own to say as employees, this is what we want? And they, they've been uh, crying about the situation for about a long time, saying that ever since I walked into this company, I didn't have a choice uh, when, I, when I signed my form of application, so not application, my uh, employment form, I was automatically selected. So I didn't even have a choice. But because we need to make ends meet, we take whatever you can get at the moment. Mpumelelo, thanks so much uh, for that update. SABC reporter Mpumelelo Mapalala is outside uh, the uh, Goldwan mine out there in Springs and uh, keeping an eye on those developments. So to try and gain a greater insight or understanding of some of the challenges, you know, whether specific or other dynamics involved in the situation at Goldwan mine, we join on the line now by lead researcher at Benchmarks Foundation, David Van Veek. David, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Sakina, and thank you for having us on your show. David, what do you know, uh, you know, about this particular mine, even before the sort of sitting that we are seeing or the hostage situation, as others are calling it, that's playing out there? Well, I think that um, the mine has a very close association with the National Union of Mine Workers. Um, as far as we know, it is a mine that's funded by Chinese development funding. Um, we... We have watched the the um, appointment of management and so on to Gold One and spoken to people in, in that operation. It seems as if the um, the the management structure there is very uh, directed to one group in our in our country, one language group in our country, um, which is mostly Afrikaans speakers. And that's a group which has very conservative views about trade unions and trade union representation and so on. Um, and the, 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 the other thing is that the unwillingness to engage with uh, the public and the media and so on is, is very problematic as far as we are concerned because the Labor Relations Act is quite clear in terms of Section 21 of the Act that once a union becomes a dominant union, you have to 
you have to enter into a recognition um, agreement with them. You can't you can't delay it. And AMCO has taken that uh, management to court over the recognition issue. Um, but I think that very often there's a divide and rule strategy by mining companies uh, that they they delay the recognition and then that leads to tension, and they hope that the tension then leads to conflict and that the conflict will then dissuade workers from. Uh, moving to another union uh, in order to avoid conflict and violence, exactly what we're seeing right now. You know, the, the list of issues uh, raised by your reporter on the ground are a list of issues that are very common in gold mines in this country. Um, they've lagged behind the changes that have happened in platinum mines since 2012 and 2014, um, both in terms of wages and in terms of working conditions. And then as benchmarks, we are also very concerned by the, um, you know, the employment of non-unionized labor uh, through subcontractors and labor brokers and so on, which also then creates all kinds of chaos. Now, uh, in terms of recognition, the, the payroll of the mine will show the preference of workers for a union because according to the law, you, you have to pay the union uh, of choice of the worker, uh, the dues every month, yeah, it's deductible from their pay slips. You know, so you can't pretend that you don't know that uh, one union or another union is dominant. As far as we know, there were, there were wage negotiations in January, which excluded AMCU. Um, and, and, you know, the workers uh, do not accept the outcome of those wage negotiations because they feel that they are not being represented. And this seems to be at the heart of it because, as our reporter was saying there in Pumelelo, um, the workers are saying that they have been planning um, this uh, sort of sit-in uh, or some form of uh, protest since February, which then follows on from what you're saying, that uh, they do not accept whatever nature of wage negotiations uh, were concluded in January, David. Yes, indeed, and and you know, I, I don't understand uh, people in mine management. If I if I was a shareholder in this mining company, I would be very concerned about the human resource manager at the mine for not a following the law and b not being democratic in recognizing the wish of workers to belong to a union of their choice. And in any case, uh, regardless of what unions workers belong to, I'm sure Solidarity is there, NUMSA is there. Uh, AMCU and NUM, you know, why don't you just open your negotiations doors during the wage uh, negotiations period every year and talk to everybody, be inclusive rather than being exclusive. The moment you become exclusive, you, you create a recipe for conflict. Well, David, we'll have to leave it there, but we continue to watch the situation. And please let us know if you uh, become aware of any further developments there as well. Thanks so much, uh, David van Veek, uh, lead researcher at Benchmarks Foundation. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.